You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. She's like a yeah. feral cat. I'm a feral. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm like. I'm a feral, feral cum monster. That, that someone's is just hilarious. Barely house trained. <laughs> barely I mean, house trained. <laughs> I'm literally one thread away from just going back in the woods. Oh my god. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, a cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And a pillow princess. And a pillow princess. I don't know why you're so proud of that. I'm very proud of that new term. Most people would not be proud of that. Why? Because it means you just sit there on the pillow as someone flates you or do whatever to you. All right, never mind. That is not, you're, you're, you're using, no, that's a starfish. No, that's exactly, no, what do you think a pillow prin- princess is? No, it just means it's someone who enjoys sex and, and lays on a pillow. Okay. Anyway, my son is a stand-up <laughs> comedian. He's a mime. And guess what? He's also a Buddhist clown. And we talk about sex. Twice a week. Once on Mondays, once on Thursdays. On Mondays, we answer your questions and comments that you can leave us at our voicemail or text us at yes text mom. Yes text mom. That's our number. Uh, and on Thursdays, we have incredible guests. Like today. Oh, yes. But before we get into our guests, why do we talk about sex, mother? We talk about sex for a variety of reasons. Mostly to It's make... not talked about enough. Yeah, that mostly it's not talked about enough. And also... We have an interesting dynamic between the two of us oh. that I think in, is it warms the cockles of most people's hearts to see that we can talk about stuff that most people are scared to talk about. Some people are actually quite disturbed by our relationship. Okay. Why, why Mr. Negative Ned? I'm just saying that very some, few you, people are, and that's why we have a very growing, large audience. Why are you being negative and I'm, saying some people are disturbed? Who's disturbed? Some people, well, my alcoholic friend that made some comment on Facebook, but also perhaps they're just imagining what it would be like if they had a sex talk with their mother and, and then it, it gets, it triggers something for them. Oh, I see what you said. They're disturbed for their own. It's not necessarily, yes, our relationship, but maybe just like the idea of that they'd ever be in that situation. Most, the majority of people that listen to our podcast become bingers, which is what I love and they become our loyal fans and that's why we do it. I do this because I freaking love meeting people like we met today. Oh, yeah. Today. Okay, so what you're about to hear is an interview we did with Sophia Alexandra and Courtney Kosak. These girls have a, a podcast called... Private Parts Unknown. Which I love. And they go to different places in the country and the world and interview... It's international. International. They just got back from Finland. Yeah. They interview people about their sex and dating lives and, and relationships. And that's something that I think we all are very curious about. Yes. It is fascinating. And they're also comedians. So well, they're they, extremely they enjoyable to talk to. Oh, my God. Did we laugh? We laughed very hard. They've written for the Emmy Award winning show, Danger and Eggs. And they've been on Comedy Central. They're, they're just, they're incredible writers, comedians, people. I'm very excited that tip for you guys to meet them and you're gonna hear some hilarious stories about the way courtney and now i found out her nickname is coco uh the way she handled breakups in her past yeah very funny and i think very relatable as well we also get into uh their rapid fire sex questions with them 
Oh, wow. So for those just tuning in, we have these rapid fire sex questions that give us like a sexual profile on someone. And of course, these answers are hysterical. They're outrageous. And you have to understand that both of them are comedians. So it's, it's extremely funny stuff. And then also, we got into a little bit, a little bit of heavy stuff when we talked about the male point of view about abortions. They've started doing something on their show where they've, they've brought on men who have experienced abortions. Obviously not firsthand, but they, you know, with whoever they No, it's firsthand with. With, with, their, with the person they might have impregnated. Right. Well, I'm just saying they're not physically getting abortions. That would be difficult. Right. But we get their perspective. That was really an interesting talk we had. So this is so, funny. It's informative. You're going to fucking love this You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. We're not really going to cry. but In fact, we have an actually a Patreon bonus episode uh, that you guys are really going to enjoy that we get into talking about travel and sex Yeah, on that. It, and uh, the difference in the cultures. So that's really interesting. Check it out at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. There's other reasons that you should join patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom, such as if we get enough people. They don't give a fuck about this anymore. A ne- negative Ned today. Am I very negative today? Yes. What the hell's going on I with guess, you? I know. I, why, are I, you, why are you assuming? It's because, you know, you know, you know why I'm negative? What? I had coffee earlier. Oh, yeah. And little so I'm on crappy. the little crash. I'm, cra- I'm on the down. You know what I do for that? What? I up the coffee dose. <laughs> just get another cup of coffee and keep the keep the buzz going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, one of these girls walked in today. And she's drinking straight up Red Bull. I, if I drank Red Bull, I'd be oh, up for three days. Yeah, I would. I couldn't handle that at all. Well, I'm any, sorry if I'm being negative. Oh uh, yeah, stop with the negativity because well, people some, that you are know, listening. Sometimes I'm negative. Okay. Okay, Mister Sassy Negative. Now. <laughs> okay. No. Um. No. Uh, back to what I was saying. I, the uh, patron. Is it's a way that you could support us. It's a way that we have a community of people that are, are devoted fans. They can message us back and forth. This is the way to connect with us. Mm-hmm. And if we get enough patrons, which is the number of 50, we will do a podcast while on uh, blueberry infused, no, the marijuana, marijuana infused, infused blueberries. Correct. Okay, I have a little dyslexia today as well. And for those of you who are not incentivized by that, it is it's just a wonderful way to support our show, and you'll get a bunch of free bonus episodes there. And stickers. Okay. I also wanted to say thank you so much for all those people who have been leaving reviews. It really, really, really helps us out. And why is that? And it's, it's free for you to do that. It really just helps us. If you go on iTunes, if you go to the review tab, if you type in five stars and then just say whatever the fuck you want to say, not only does it make us feel all good and supports us, but it helps us get awesome guests. It helps with our search engine optimization. And we frequently read your reviews on the air. So oh, mother, it. just so happened I have a review right here. Let's take a listen. This one says, informative, engaging, and hilarious. Five stars by Gatto Time. The dynamic between these two is absolutely incredible. Not only do they provide... Did you hear that, Mr. Negative? What? I, I dynamic between the two is absolutely incredible. Who's, who's saying that our dynamic is not incredible? You said some people are disturbed by it. Some people are disturbed. But apparently this guy is not. Not only do they provide very interesting questions, discussions, and ideas about sex, sexuality, and dating, but the embarrassment and encouragement they give to each other as a mother and son duo makes listening thoroughly enjoyable. I love it. I would say you're both uh, (laughs) embarrassing and encouraging me in just this brief intro. I think we were spot on here in terms of both of those. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Gato Time. And um, And thank you to all the other people that have left us reviews, and please continue leaving them. Yes. And share this with a friend. 
Yeah, how do you share a podcast? That's the question. Text it right now to a friend. Text the podcast. They're going to fucking love that. Yeah, we're on Spotify, you people. So you can easily share on Spotify. I know how to do that. If I can do it, anybody can do it. All right, I think we got to launch in, Mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and breaking up with your homies. Oh! That was not bad. That was pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm floored, actually. Sometimes I shock myself. I'm a shock jock. <laughs> Sophia and Courtney, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. We are super excited. Yeah, we are too. Your podcast is incredible. Oh my God, thank so you. <laughs> it is wild. And I can't wait for our listeners to hear this and that we get to discuss this on the show. But before we get into that, uh, I was just reading about a, a, an article that you wrote for the Washington Post a, a couple of years ago. About one of my proudest dating moments? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should be proud of this. Well, I it, didn't read the article. So what was the article about? Do you want to share? Uh, sure. I'll, uh, yeah. So um, Sophia was witness to, I used to be really bad at breakups. Um, and kind of like a take, don't, won't take no for an answer kind of <laughs> kind of gal. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty so accurate. Assuming that the person was breaking up with you as opposed to you breaking up with the like person. Like if I wanted to be with someone, like that's I didn't understand. If you didn't want to be with me, I, I didn't understand. That what make, are you saying to me? It doesn't make sense. I want this. So yeah. she's like, I want this enough for the both of us. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. So um, bef- right before I met my current boyfriend, actually, as I w- we were first starting the podcast, which is now Private Parts Unknown, used to be called Reality Bites, I was tindering and I... Oh, I met the hottest, you know, sex in the city. He was like Aiden furniture guy. Totally. Yeah. Not looks wise. <laughs> Not looks wise. Hotter than Aiden. Hotter. Yeah. Than, no. <laughs> he was. I it's thought not so. Even yeah. Possible. He had this place down this like loft in the arts district and I would just go there and we would just, I would go there at like 11 o'clock at night and we'd have like the best sex. Anyway, so that's. Why I was attached and to the situation. That, see, that was the good part of it. And then it was like, I'm going to do a quick drive by his furniture store. No, no, I never did that. But you, you were stalking him. I did not stalk him, but he was dating multiple people and he didn't want to be exclusive with me. And I kept pushing for it to be this exclusive thing. And I finally cut it off. And then I, whatever. He was, we were texting over the summer and he, it seemed like he still liked me and wanted to be with me. All the texts were very flirty. And then it turns out he'd been dating someone exclusively all summer. The very thing. Freaking nerve. The very thing that I wanted to do with him. He was like, yeah, you actually inspired me with this next girl. I was like, what? You inspired me to get with another person? That's what I said. that's I a, know. That's a dick. I know. So I went o- I was like, we need to talk about this in person. I went over there. I demanded a hearing. I demanded <laughs> we, a, a hearing. hearing. That's what I meant when I, she was like, I'm going to do a drive by <laughs> his work and demand some answers. It's like, oh, God, no. He's already answered you by dating that other girl for the entire summer. So you were kind of the judge in this hearing. You uh, are, have already declared. I wasn't in the situation because Courtney... If she doesn't want to hear you, she will not hear you. So I was just like along for the ride. (laughs) She's going to figure it out. Mischaracterization a little bit. But 
I did go down to his loft and we ta- I was like, what the hell? I inspired you? What does that even mean? You know, and basically by the end of the night, we were like, I, he would have had sex with me if I wanted. It was this whole thing. So I left at like three in the morning and I called him the next morning and I was like, what the hell happened? Like, it still didn't feel resolved. This is the old me. Old Courtney was like, I still am not hearing no. So I'm driving to, he's like, we're on the phone. I'm driving to a brow appointment on Melrose. I'm like yelling at this man. Why don't you want to be with me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Demanding an answer. Oh and I get God. pulled over by a police officer and I get a cell phone ticket and I no make way. this guy stay on the phone with me as I'm getting a ticket. This is really, oh, I'm not proud of this. God. I love that you're so honest about it. <laughs> I make him stay on the phone and I'm like not under. And then after at the end, I'm like, oh, my God, I just got a ticket from the self-esteem police. <laughs> like He's <laughs> literally just like, ma'am. You need to get it together. <laughs> Did you tell the cop what happened? Like he this- was like he was seeing it. He was seeing it all. He was I was crying, you know, it was a whole scene. He was like, oh, God, what did I get myself into? But he was like, I have to give <laughs> you a ticket. he's still going to give you a ticket? Yeah. He's a no. dick, too. I'm surprised you like men at this point. It was anyway. The weirdest part of this whole story is that <laughs> I found I caught myself in that moment I was like you're doing the thing that you always do where you just hang on and this person clearly like it doesn't matter that he just said it was the best sex he ever had like it doesn't matter that you know all those little things like I can't stop take looking these for clues he's yeah. already said he already said no yeah and so I was like I can't repeat this I'm just destined to repeat this for the rest of my life because at this I point don't. you had done this a few times before well I just been in actual relationships this is more of a hookup thing but i'd just been in actual relationships where i couldn't let it go and we would get back together and i just couldn't let it go yeah and i didn't want to i didn't want that for my whole life so i was like seeing it clearly for the first time i was like you are truly pathetic oh <laughs> pathetic. man it was like a rock bottom it was the, a rock the bottom came yeah, and it was right. a rock bottom I so i was like i can't wait for this guy anymore and I tindered and was like, do you want to get a drink with my current boyfriend? And then I still dated other people until we like firmed up, you know, a month later or so. But Whoa. how weird. Whoa. I went out with it's him like the that universe night. is saying, yes. you did the right thing. Here, we're going to reward it. Right wow. away. What, so what made this guy different than, like, why haven't you broken up with this guy? My new boyfriend? Yeah. Or vice versa. And how long has it been? Like three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Looks like that's semi-permanent pretty serious we live together oh wow that's awesome so what do you think is the difference um i'm like looking at sophia are you gonna answer Wait, <laughs> i mean should, do you want me to is it, yeah is, what it, do you is think? it that you stop going out with dicks he's not a dick no, he's, he's a really a nice guy. guy is he still with the person um oh no i did the guy that i was begging to be with me he we are no longer he was just in that essay and he's no longer in my life <laughs> um i'm with this new guy that i also met on tinder who's great he i think i also just i don't know what's different you stop going out with dicks i stopped going out with dicks well i feel like when you chose him you chose him for different reasons mm. like when the tindering was happening it was like his interests were cool like he seemed like a self-sufficient interesting person that had like 
he was a rest he's a restauranteur so it was like oh interesting like he has his own fucking like life that's really cool and he's also didn't, didn't seem to be trying too hard like a lot of tinder guy bios are like trying too hard he was just seemed like an open good dude i just started this sex and dating podcast which a lot of people could be really weirded out about yeah, or we know we're aware i'm sure <laughs> could get in their heads about and he was so chill and cool about it I wouldn't say that's entirely accurate today, but he is very <laughs> like he lets me do my thing. And He's that's super, important. super supportive of you. He like knows that you're a boss and he like appreciates that. Like, I think he thinks that's sexy. And I think that's really cute that like he's so, so invested and like supportive of you. I think that, it's beautiful. that's a good man. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good man. He makes more money than me now, but he always he like sees the potential and he's like, I can't wait until you can be my sugar mom, you know? And I think a lot of guys we learned in our trip to Helsinki. Wait, why are you looking at me? We just talked about this yesterday. I know. What did you say? That this is like, it's rare to find a guy who's like not threatened by that. By a strong, funny, outgoing woman. And I have the same situation, but it's it's hard to find someone who's going to be supportive. We were just, Sophia had a party last weekend and there was this amazing woman in her, what, in her 50s? But she's like a ball. I looked her up after she is. Um, But she is, her IMDB is crazy. She's so impressive. She's so cool. She's hot. Like, I would date her if I was a dude. And she said, she was like, I cannot find someone that's not intimidated by my success. Wow. Yeah. And I hear this from people who go to like Ivy League schools. The women are like, no, the guys feel like they're, you know, if they're somehow less smart than me, then I'm going to be, you know. And whatever. let's just talk about, okay, the guys that you were seeing though, like the guy that you look like Aiden, whatever, from Sex and the City. Maybe I always had this theory about guys that are really good looking from like the get go. They never develop a personality. <laughs> they're just like, they just fall back on those, the looks. And that's why they don't develop empathy or compassion because they're just always had everyone fawning over them. So that particular man, I think he was abandoned by his mom. I mean, I can look at his story and I can be like, oh, this is why you have issues with women. 100 percent. Totally. But I still shouldn't be there to help you guide you through the issues. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I think I stopped wanting to save men, which is really yeah, you great to do for that me. too. That Jesus complex thing where you're like, oh, I can help you. And also, I feel like when I was dating people who are more fucked up than me, I was like, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. It's like, I'm kind of killing it. Rob, mean, how, 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 how old are you girls? Uh, I'm 36. You're 35, yeah. Yeah, you're at a good, good age. I like this age. Yeah. yeah. It's a good age. You're it'd not great if it was figuring things out. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, you think it'd be better to be. No, I, I'm, I'm like, I love this age, but it'd be great if it was 10 well, years younger. We but were no, I was, I was but you wouldn't know 26. what you know. No, no, no. no. It, is, it feels like everyone wants to be in their 20s, but then you remember you know nothing in your 20s and everyone's just like bumping into each other like idiots. Wait till you, you know? figure out you know nothing in your 40s and 50s. Oh, don't wow. you feel, we were That's talking life, about man. this before we started rolling, but and I was about to ask you, but don't you feel like all those, I don't regret any of my years. You no, know what I mean? I don't I'm like, regret oh, I'm so much wiser now. Right. Mm. You have to go through like the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come out scarred and be proud of the scars. Oh. So, Sophia, is your uh, breakup style similar as my mother takes a photo of you? It, is it similar to Courtney's or is it different? I cannot break up with people. Yeah. I can't either. I find it really 
difficult. <laughs> the last guy that I dated before my husband, um, I literally moved to LA. I waited out that relationship. I should have broken up with him like two months in. I stuck it in there, stuck in there for like six stuck months plus. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, uh, I was like, you know, we probably going to have to break up because I'm moving back to LA. And then he was like, oh, what if I came with you? And I was like, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, you're ruining my plan. And I wanted to. <laughs> she already to, met her husband. I were oh. reconnected. No, not yet. He was calling me when I just moved back to LA being like, yo, yeah, are we still together? And it was like low key. You were like, I found someone else, but yeah. you didn't want to tell him. No, I didn't want to be like, I'm already dating someone new. <laughs> But uh, it was just so awkward because I wanted to break up with him earlier, but bad things kept happening. Like he has this uncle that's like mentally, he had this uncle that was mentally, um, you know, like had an IQ of 60 or something and was like the sweetest guy you've ever met. Uh-huh. And he, like I'd hung out with him, with my boyfriend and oh. with his family and he got sick. And I was like, well, I'm not going to I thought you were going to say he you. crushed a woman to death. I was like, that's yes. No, he was very delightful. His, he was really into Johnny Cash and Native Americans. And his, uh, his name was Uncle Pete. And uh, he got really sick. And I was like, well, I can't break up with him. Uncle Pete's sick. And then Uncle Pete died. And I was like, well, oh. I can't break up with him. Uncle now Pete that Uncle Pete died. died. And now it's like, I, there, there was never a good time. <laughs> Oh, you know? So I was like, look, I'm moving. <laughs> like yeah. that was the best I could do. And then I just stayed in that relationship until the move. Wow. And then he tried to come visit me or move there. And I was like, no, please don't. Wow. And then before that, I broke up with a guy. Uh, and then two weeks later, I was like, just kidding. Can we get back together? And he was like, no. And oh, that was wow. the best decision he i he ever made for me because we should not have gotten back together wow. i never understand people getting even like you hear people get divorced and then they get back together again i was physically addicted to this man mm. oh i get that it was literally like a sex addiction to him like i was away from it for two weeks and it was like you know like you're trying to go cold turkey and i like couldn't do it i was like what do you mean i'm not gonna have that dick ever again like this is crazy this man was like, you know, a magician in bed. I was like, I can't. So I was like, uh, take me back. What does that mean to be a magician in bed? Why is he so good in bed? Was it his dick or was it just? It was everything. everything. He is amazing. His smell. He was so good at giving me head. Like one time he started giving me head in his living room. And then like by the time it was over, I realized I'd scooted on my back 10 feet all the way through a hallway <laughs> to another room. No, oh That's God. how fucking good this guy was. Oh I don't, I don't think I could have broken up with him. How? How? You might have made. He a would mistake. like literally be going down on me and like fingering me, and he would put his hand like in a certain part of my inner thigh, and he'd be like, "Oh, um, this is you know your pulse is quickening or whatever. Like you're gonna come no at this point." No one needs that. And I was like, like, "A scientist, dude." It was so fucking amazing and sexy. I was like, you're crazy. He yeah. Was a, he was like a dick mind. He was like a mind reader. Yeah. A, yeah. A, he, a clit he, mind reader. He truly, literally like made me so addicted to him that I couldn't leave. Wow. I, I begged him to take me back. Oh that my is God. So would you guys me as do other being. stuff uh, together besides have sex? Like, would you go to Target or go, go to, to Target or something? Yes. <laughs> What happened is he like pretty much was unemployed for most of the time we were together, even though he was Hot. older and I was in college and I like paid for his haircuts and his groceries and stuff. It was like pretty Wait, sexy. How old? You were young. I was like early 20s, 18 or 19, 18 or 19. I was in college and Your he was brain uh, is 20 not, something. Your brain is not developed. Yeah. No. 
So, you know, I couldn't break up with him because I was like, oh, my God, how? Yeah. I don't even know how on? people can date like more than one date in, unless it's the person you're with. Because I, I always lose interest immediately. Mm. I mean, it takes a lot. That's, I'm so freaking picky. Yeah. When I was tindering, that was. But I, that's all. I feel like I would go get a drink with someone, spend a nice, polite hour. And it would be fine just to get to know them. But then I would know almost immediately, like with the vast majority of people, there was nothing and there was never going to be. Anything. I've never dated. I don't even know what that's like. I literally only meet someone. We have like a crazy whirlwind thing and then we're together. That's the only way I've ever had relationships. Because <laughs> how old were you when you met Max? Max uh, was 23 and it was the same oh, wow. thing. Yeah. We hung out at a wedding. Uh, we went to high school together, but we weren't friends. And our mutual best friend got married after college in Indiana. We flew in for the wedding. And I was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And literally, like, the next day when I flew back to L.A., he asked me out. And we've been together ever since. Whoa. That's how all of my relationships are. I meet somebody. It's like a crazy connection. Like, it, and it's over in 24 yeah. hours. Like, I'm, we're together. It just changes the older that you get. I would love to see Sophia date as... Thanks for cheering for my relationship. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, I'm not. I love Max. No, in an alternate kidding. universe, I would love to see because I get your advice. But I would love to you see know, you divorced and going on the phone. Yeah, field she's again. like, I want to see you at your lowest, <laughs> <laughs> and then see what that's like. But Just I could be. I'll give you a, a, a glimpse of Chris, Christmas future. Okay, it ain't pretty when you're in your like 40s, 50s dating. There's not a lot of availability there. You got to figure. My mom is single in her 60s and she's a catch and she's single. And you know why Listeners. she's single? There's not a lot out there. Yeah. It, it sucks. It, Are the men just disappointing? Well, first of all, let's think about it. Most people, I'm a widow. Most people are going to, you know, knock on wood, be living still in the 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. right? So the people that are available either have never gotten married, which is a red flag. I'm going to get in trouble for saying this again now. Definitely get in trouble I, for I get that in trouble one. for saying red flags all the time. But, <laughs> but to me, if you're not, if you still have not found somebody and been in a relationship and you're almost 50, there's always a little issue there. And then the second one, they're most likely divorced. And then, you know, you got that to deal with. But divorce is better, right? Because then, you know, they've, they're capable of commitment for a long time. Yeah. They know how relationships fall apart. So maybe but now they, they may know not have learned at all from what happened. I mean, but look, then everyone's damaged. Single people. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. You're not yeah. going to find No, I, what I'm saying is that it's is different when you're 20s. There's a, a lot of like eager, non-jaded men out there. Then you get the 30s, you know, and then you have to deal with like, Kids. But they're also inept and like children. Yeah. You know, well, it's not, it, it, it's not it, all, all right. good in your 20s but or But you're 30s. getting a cleaner slate in the 20s. Courtney, you said you could see what I'm talking about. I need some support here. On I totally, listen, it's hard enough with men who haven't been through divorce trauma, death of a spouse trauma, whatever, or the red flag. It's totally a red flag if they haven't been married to someone by the time <laughs> that they're in their 50s right there's, i don't know i'm not some, on that train i'm, I'm saying, with you cam i'm not saying there's not any good guys that sneak through but i'm just saying right there's the there's, diamond there's, in the there's rock. some questions to ask about why that you didn't like why don't you think yeah well i don't think she has marriage as much as like a relationship or living together or something you know yes. you know if you have something had, serious something going on there and so you know, now we want to take you through our rapid fire sex questions to get a sexual profile on you guys. Let's do it. Go for it. All right, let's do it. 
Okay, so in three words, how would you describe the first time you had sex? You want to rail. <laughs> what? You want to rail? That's, I was. Wanna is one word, mother. Okay, you want to rail. My R A I L. It was with my first serious quote unquote boyfriend who was kind of a piece of trash. Um, and he just looked at me and was like, you want to rail? Oh my I was God. Like, I guess. <laughs> Courtney was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You literally <laughs> use the words, you want to rail? Yeah. What a classy guy. I was like, I can't think of any three other words. <laughs> that is oh so hilarious. God. You're like, yes, I want to rail. Railing sounds wonderful. So romantic for my uh, first time. I tricked a man into taking my virginity with like an elaborate <laughs> plan that I set up. Um, Wait, so what are the three words? I was going to say uh, <laughs> Vandal's Ape Drape because I lost my virginity to the Vandal's song Ape Drape, which is about boats. It's so funny. We have had so many people that tell us the song that was playing when they lost their virginity. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. On Second City. I mean, yeah. it was kind of like my punk rock like dream that I had like set up. This guy's like had like a mohawk and all of this. He didn't know that it was my first time, but I'd like already planned it and picked him out. <laughs> I like stalked him like he was my prey. Um, I mean, tell me why? I tell a story about it because I was like, I don't want to have sex with someone I really like for the first time and be like terrible. I'm like, I need like a throwaway, oh you know, God. at the beginning. So like I can be bad with him and then I'm going to rock it with other people. I so that's this. wait. So, where did you like? Did you this like, is in college? Okay. So oh, smart. I was okay. 17. And uh, yeah, and I definitely tricked him and it hurt so bad and it was not what I expected at all. Oh, a, was he like, fun. Hey, wait a minute, is this your first time? No, he didn't know. He should have known because my face was like, as <laughs> <laughs> it hurts that, so this bad. This is a podcast, by the way. Just, I know, it's for you. This thank is, you. Thank the, you. The face was just one of, face of, was of a, extreme pain. It looked like just it. pain and horror and just like, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> this is oh, not fun. And you God. went on to do it again? Um, yeah, and then okay. I really, it was awesome, but the first time sucked, and so I tell the story on stage or whatever, you can probably find it on other podcasts I've guessed it on, but, like, the story ends with, like, he's looking down at my, like, horribly, like, completely, like, mangled face, and he's like, are you gonna come? And then I say the dumbest thing I've ever said in my whole life, I go, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? No. What? That is hilarious. so messed up. What was, was his response? Well, wait, what? I think he was just grateful it could be over. <laughs> oh, like, my, my God. But that's such God. a kid response to say that, you know? Like, oh, I just don't do that. Which yeah, is like, no, that's so all cool. I do. I went away to school very far, specifically so I could get fucked. Like, <laughs> I just... <laughs> wow, wait, me too. What is your greatest asset in the bedroom? Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. My pussy's fire. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just really fun in bed. I don't yeah, know. I would say I'm pretty. I don't feel weird about any. I don't have really hang ups. I I'm don't really down. have hang ups. I like to do it. I like to do it a lot. Yeah. Wait, is I that because to... like your age right now? Like because you're not like in your early 20s. Anyway. I got super horny when I turned 30. Same. I was like, whoa. You hit your sexual peak then. Yeah. 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 And now I don't. And like at the beginning of my relationship with my now boyfriend, we fucked all the time. And now we're like just regular people with shit going on. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm sitting here so wistfully like, oh, God, remember when I used to have sex? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> is there anything you haven't tried that you'd like to? I haven't had a threesome. I'm not like dying to, but I, I could probably do a male male threesome and be pretty into that. Me too. Um, I've never done that with my partner. I've been in threesomes before, but I have not done them with my current partner. So maybe all of the things that I've done before. So when you were in a threesome oh. before, yeah. was it girl girl? Um, I've had both. But so, you've had both? Oh. Yeah. But the guy guy one does, didn't go that far because you were you getting weird. railed by both at the same time? No, it was like more of a head and fingering situation. Okay. But it was hard. The men really have to be cool around each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can and imagine. Like You're saying someone it. wasn't able to get up or something like this. It's, it's just like... Or wasn't comfortable that there was another man. Yeah, 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 yeah. They no could only go swords. to a certain point and then it's like, this is now a little bit weird well, for One me, of our you know? friends is yeah. open and her dude is n- not bi, but he, she's like, he's totally cool if there's, you know, another man, which not everyone is. Yeah, some dudes wa- like to watch a girl get fucked yeah and then that makes them hard and it's kind of is a roundabout way of getting your two-man threesome but i don't know well the crossing swords thing can upset some guys that's from yeah. entourage but uh when you were in the girl two girl one did you find like you were like why am i doing this because i'm just sharing no um, i feel like it was fun when you're the third person it's always fun Mm. it's weird because it was a couple yeah so then you just have no responsibilities you're there to just chill and have a good time your emotional stake is low so low and then you're leaving and it's cool that's why i'm like it would be weirder to try this with my husband who i've been with for 14 years it's like i don't know what'll happen right but when you're the third it's like that's why i say if you're with like you and your husband then you bring another one like why am i sharing this is boring i also love the idea i just think if Everything was about me. I would be cool with any yes. of this. You're a yes. pillow princess. Just a narcissist. You no, know? you're a pillow princess. Yes, that's what I've been told. She's been called a pillow princess. She loves to. Why so have you been sharing this with term. everyone? It's my new term. Yeah, it's my new you, label. You should, Karen. You should get whatever you fuck want yeah. in there. Yeah, I'm going to get that T-shirt, pillow princess. I like oh it. Oh my yeah. fucking god! <laughs> would you buy? Would you buy that T-shirt? I would buy it. Okay. I would not. I would I've been looking totally for a good it. T-shirt for sex talk with my mom. I got, I got one sale. Put a little crown on the P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Girl in there. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, we're doing it. We're buying them. I also hang on. I like. I love the idea of anonymous sex, and I wish yes. that there weren't repercussions to that. Yes, because I. I'm a little anxious like you too. And I think I would be so in my head about something I could catch from someone, something Mm. that could go wrong, someone being really dangerous. But if all those things were non, not a factor, I would just be fucking randos. Like nobody. So what is your preference when it comes to anal? I I mean, I've done it. I, uh, but it's not like you're like, ah, this needs to be. I don't have like the the thirstiest ass ever. I'm more of a finger in the butt. Yeah. That's really like if you, you hear that. how loud I just said, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's great. If someone can be fucking you and also have a finger in your butt, it's great. What what else? Yeah. I haven't done. Have you done butt plug of situation? Course. Not with. How is that? It's fun. I would imagine that that because it's just I have little quite right of a collection. They can have. Big you have a collection too. of butt plugs. Every time I go to one of these, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had no clue. Visually disturbed. <laughs> I, they give them to me all the time. Every time I go to any, what do you of these, want? I just go to these things and they give me butt plugs. They do jeweled ones, all kinds. Ooh, of things. All jeweled kinds. ones. Wow. Okay, I've never received a butt stunt on us. It matches her crown. <laughs> yeah, pillow princess got that jeweled butt plug. Oh my 
God, I've got, I got accessories. Oh my God. Uh, how often do you watch... We should make pillow p- princess blankets too. We should do a Ooh, whole... Pillowcases. Oh. My friend Amy oh. Miller, who is a stand-up, sold pillowcases as her merch. Get pillow princess pillowcases. That is brilliant. I know. Do I have to give you a cut now? That that no, we're yes. My eight managers. You and your eight managers are getting cut? We cuts? deserve a cut. <laughs> What's your number one secret to great sex? I would say like lubrication. That's You only get one. Like what is your Is that your do. number one tip? Well, I'm just saying a lot of guys, I don't think, realize what the importance of I think that's true. I think a know? lot of guys don't think of lubrication in the same way. Um, hmm. And that can be like lube or your mouth or whatever, but I just feel like that sometimes, not my husband, sometimes in my experience with other men, I feel like they are not. And I know that from my girlfriends complaining too. And I'm someone that gets wet like that. So I'm like, okay, if I'm noticing that sometimes you're not getting yeah. it you know wetter is better yes I like that did that come up with that that's also no. wetter is better but then there's a point where it could also be too wet but that's yeah, it can be sloppery it can be too yeah wetter is better sloppy sucks sloppy, sloppy sucks. sucks yeah i just think you need just need to be i think you know if i were giving advice to my teen self or whatever i'd just be like just you have no idea just be open-minded and down Mm. to try things and i think that's the best and with yourself too because like i really started having the best sex when i started masturbating all the time of course i don't have any tips for myself i've been crushing it (laughs) since day one yeah after that first terrible experience I really feel like I've just been on the up and up. And oh honestly, I give myself God. an A, like Beto O'Rourke <laughs> oh from that debate. Oh. I give myself an A. My God. Beto, um, you have a Beto <laughs> I think I'm awesome You mean bed, the man who's not going to be president? Say, he's not. He's not. That's I'm making fun of myself. Uh, but I just want to say that I think that... Uh, I'm great at sex, but also I'm selfish like you sometimes. You're the pillow princess. Pillow princess. So I think like if I was going to give myself a talk, a talk, I'd be like, sometimes maybe. Mm. Be a little generous. A little more generous. But yeah. I mean, I'm pretty generous. I don't know. Do you feel that way? That I'm a generous lover? No, that you should be more generous sometimes? Um, That's a yes. Yeah. If you're but not, the, if you're not yeah, feeling it, then you should be feeling that. it, mother. No, I mean, we got a rhythm going, okay? It's, it's it's a rhythm. I got a rhythm going. But if I'm like with a new person, it's a whole different ball game, you know. So you kind of know how what how the dance goes. There's a dance. I like I like rough sex. We talked about that. But I think when I was younger, I didn't. I was maybe didn't. First of all, didn't know that I liked that yet. And also, then when I did realize I liked it, didn't always know how to say that to a partner. Mm. Or you know what I mean. So communication. Communication, maybe. I think I've been shameless for so long. <laughs> you are. You say. You but I do not. Me. I'm like, no. I think I was always like, choke me. Bite my ass. Oh, my <laughs> so God. Like, oh. Wait, so you, were you like, do you have siblings? Nope. So do your, do your parents realize that you're this like little My mom's wild. a single mom. She never really brought anyone around much. And I was just kind of, you know, she worked a lot. So I kind of raised myself. You know, in that uh, weird way, like yeah. sexually, like I didn't have a lot of tips or you like, had a lot of spare time. She's in like a feral cat. I'm a feral. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm like. I'm a feral, oh, feral wow. cum monster. That someone's is just hilarious. Barely house trained. <laughs> barely I mean, house trained. I'm literally like, <laughs> I'm literally one thread away from just 
going back in the woods. Oh my <laughs> I'm god. I'm not well. <laughs> I just had this visual of this cat. Like, I know. Someone said having good. sex with me is like wrestling a jungle cat. Oh but in the best god. way. And was, like, was it your husband Hi. that said that or somebody no, else? No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What what is the craziest place you've had sex? I've had sex behind a number of big box stores. Wait, wait, box. what? You're a Best Buy kind of gal, Coke? I used to, when, I was, wait, when I was younger, when I was like in my early, when I was like 20-ish, I would, I was really into airport sex and sex at, in parking lots airport and just like so gross. anywhere that was like semi-public, I was like pretty got, into yeah, it. Yeah, that's the Libra in you. Yeah. It's a kinky side. I like exhibitionism. Me too. I had sex in the Long Beach parking lot like just two years ago. <laughs> what? Long Beach Why airport parking, parking lot? So you're What's in a car. Airport? You're in a car. I guess you're I saying bye to someone. Are you saying bye or, say, or saying hello? That was with my current boyfriend. We were just getting back from a flight. <laughs> oh, you guys flew together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't really. <laughs> what was it? The big boxes? Are you in the boxes? No, I would just like we would pull up. You know, we would just be like outside of Best Buy. Or, you know, <laughs> fucking knew Best Buy was the one. I fucking knew it. I also like jerked a an early boyfriend <laughs> off at like a Macy's, just like a, in on the, the dress over on the side in I the don't fragrance know. department in, in fucking Macy's. Yeah, in, in a Minneapolis downtown. Oh my Macy's. god! Oh my dad is a door buster. That is that awesome. is adorable. I love that. Is this, this is like the, the Mall of story. America thing that they have there? It was, that's actually in Bloomington. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I wasn't sure where all these shopping malls that you're having sex in. Wow. Yeah, I was. I was. It was kind of. It was my own. That was like a stupid thing for me, where I was like, "Where? How many different notches can I have of these different places?" This is your kink. That, uh, yeah. All right. Max and I have had sex. Uh, we would go to like Malibu as the sun was setting and we'd find houses that are half built. No You know, way. just the wooden structure. Ooh, and we would just go up good. there and, and just like fuck were there while a- the sun was going down oh. and stuff. And then we'd just leave. There's I, something about that head, the construction. It's, yeah, it's yeah, sexy. Then you drip come all the way to Yeah, Malibu. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like follow the trail. You're christening the house and then um was there any anyone ever living in those houses like no just they're squatting? open it's just picture just the wooden but that you could just easily the wooden get frame like of the house that's it slippers oh, so and no all. no roof no roof oh, no wow. real walls so what, what, so, and the ground was not like it was just wood you just could have the feral cat over here yeah i, I know care. but you could have gotten like a lot of like rug no burn. splinters but splinters, like you know, some yeah. bruising but that's to be expected <laughs> um, for for the cat gotta play play the game you know i love it we also used to fuck in, a, in cars all the time and we started dating because like there was nowhere to go and then this is probably the worst we would fuck at his parents house while people were over like we would just yeah. go upstairs to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then we would just go and have sex in his childhood bedroom and then come back down and then years later his mom was like yeah we knew you were doing that <laughs> oh and i was like oh no God. those dinner parties were horrific for them <laughs> I had sex with my first boyfriend's brother. It was like in the computer room and he was on the computer and we totally just had sex as he was sitting there. I'm sure he knew. Just old. Wait, the two brothers together? The old dial. No, the one brother was not participating. He was just a young middle schooler. Oh my God. The the little middle schooler saw you guys fucking? 
I, he was Probably. in the same room. That was his sex ed. Now they now he's gonna be on our podcast going, and we're gonna ask him like, how did? What was your first? Time? Did someone ever walk in on you? And he's like, yes. So that that is our final question. Yeah, we're at that question now. Have you ever walked in on a parent having sex, or vice versa? I've witnessed my parents having sex. What do you mean witnessed? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> she was testifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. A few times, I think. One time, like, they had this nursery room. We have, there are a lot of rooms in the house that they have right now, and one of them is this. We get it. You're fucking red. (laughs) (laughs) They're teachers. We're really not. Um, But there was this attached room that I was just sleeping in, this nursery room, and their door was open a little bit, and it was, my dad was totally, they they were definitely having sex. And also my mom, one time, I caught them, and then... I knew there was some weird thing and I went to the bathroom and was like, they're being so weird. And I washed my hands and went to grab the, <laughs> the t- hand towel and her diaphragm was underneath. I was oh like, what are you doing? And she was like, ah, I didn't know you'd find it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, first of all, a diaphragm. Can we talk about this? <laughs> first of all, what are you doing? <laughs> You're like, well, it's not the olden times anymore. Yes. Maybe we upgrade you. I don't know. Those, by the way, I used diaphragms when I was in college. Those suck. Did, yeah, did they? I heard they, they really suck. Yeah. Talk about She's something. She's got to upgrade. Says, talk about something they can have accidents with because those you can get a whole I know, poke from those very but that's easily. That's what I'm saying. You can have accidents yeah. even yeah. if you're trying really hard by so, sticking a piece so of plastic. Back to back to. Are you also an only child? I have three younger brothers. Oh well, okay. Never mind then. I've never walked in on my mom having sex. And vice versa? I've never even seen my mom kiss a man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Has she walked in on you? No. How did that not happen? I never did anything in our house. That's why I was a monster when I left. Because I was so repressed. I was like, I need to get to fuck down. Seriously. It was too too much. Do not repress your children. It is is not good for them. Okay. I want to take a quick second to switch gears. You just put out a series all about abortion, but from the men's perspective. Yes. Yes, that's what we're currently dropping right now. So what have you learned? So, yeah, uh, basically we were inspired to do this because our friend, uh, our male friend, who's a comedian. Matt Monroe. Uh, in After, I can't remember if it was Alabama or Missouri. There it's one of the heartbeat bills. So many of those uh, states in the in the news, and he just posted his abortion story. And it was so profound to see it made us realize, oh my God, we never We've never see seen this. that before. Yeah. We you see women thinks sh- about it. Yeah, women shouting their abortions constantly. And yeah, it, and it seems like it's just going into the ether, and we never see men talking about it. And it's like it obviously takes two people to make a pregnancy. Like, where yeah. the fuck is the other half of this experience? And, and also, it's men. Leg- typically, it's majority men legislating these t- decisions. So it's important, I think, to see men or hear about stories of men that have been through it from the other perspective because it's it's not that fun for men either no obviously it's terrible for a woman but you know like yeah you most men have the emotional capacity to be like oh i caused this cam you thought you had a pregnancy even though you didn't have a pregnancy i was terrified to go down this path yeah yeah but anyway that was just me being anxious but (laughs) But so no, started- but the reality is people do get pregnant and it could have yes. happened and, and any, it could happen to anyone. And what one of our um, one of our guests on the series says is that 
you don't think of like you think that you know exactly what, what you, you would do, do and you don't until I, you're in that position yeah totally and, and i think you said that in in this introduction to this episode and and that kind of resonated with me because i'm like yeah no one's like you're not a fool if if you get an unexpected pregnancy because who like it's like an accident you're not an idiot by getting in an accident yeah everyone gets an accident that's why they call it an accident yep so like you know you can also smart people get you know birth control fails yes birth control fails emergency contraception exactly things, doesn't work all the time fail hormone pills fail yeah. everything is not a hundred percent and to act like you know what you would do in a situation before you're in that situation that's this heavy yeah i feel yeah. like really is not a smart way to it, form your opinion on it and also there's a lot of people that are just stupid still I mean, they, they are. Like, I know plenty of people like, oh, I just... I'm saying like, yeah, everyone can have an abortion. Yeah. And they're like, no, yeah, some people are all some stupid. Some people are stupid. <laughs> and they're out there. Yeah. Get- I hear these stories constantly from guys like, oh, yeah, I just pull out. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> that's pre-com, baby. That's stupid. Yeah. You're lucky that you haven't impregnated people. And you probably did. The thing is, guy, yeah, not all guys know. But if they had, if they were a part of this, if, if they were you know trusted enough to be in on this decision it was probably tough for them to go through and it and it's just so interesting to hear from these five different perspectives about you know the emotional journey that they went on yeah. because and two of them are religious journey oh wow. cuz wow. like you don't really like think about your faith uh and your way of life essentially changing from mm-hmm. like one decision and that is what can happen how did you find these men i we we each posted on our social media um and uh each we got first some did a search yeah we first did a search because i saw one other person a- after i saw matt's post i was shocked and then a few days later i saw another guy but when we did a search uh, Sophia didn't find anything else other than Matt. I had zero. I couldn't find ma- the guys post feed. again. So I was oh, like, did wow. he delete that? I don't Wait, know. So what did Matt's, what was the essence of Matt's post? He basically went through his story, which if you listen to the episode, you can hear him tell the story in greater detail. And then at the end, I think the most important thing is he says, you know, basically nobody should be able to tell having gone through this. I can say like, no one should be able to tell someone else what to do with their body. Which, Force them to be pregnant. I mean, bodily autonomy is a, such Can't a believe. huge thing that we don't really address in the conversation either. It's like, I don't think men would be allowing women to legislate what was going on in their bodies. I just don't think there's yeah. any universe in which that would happen. What yeah. I loved about it was like, it was such a, a relatable story. I mean, it's just a guy, a smart guy going out, yeah. meeting a girl at a party. They're banging a few times. They're not using protection that much. And she gets pregnant. This, this can happen to literally... Like I said, stupid. This, this can happen Sorry, go to Cam, any stupid. of my friends. I know. It would and not happen friend, to me because I'm a fucking neurotic he, mess. Who, he wears like five condoms. I need a, I need a body <laughs> condom, okay? But it could happen. To, it, it honestly could happen to I mean, me, though, could, if the condom it breaks could, but it's whatever. more likely to happen to someone who doesn't use a condom. Okay, so listeners use a condom. Listen, that is and true. And that's what I told my kids like when they were my other son, too. His friends would come over, and I'd be like, okay, Travis, no glove, no love, right? And he's like, oh, I don't like wearing them. I'm like, you fucking wear them, okay? Because this, this is a story that you're not going to like the ending. Yeah. You're a thousand percent right. 
but also shit happens no even if you're pretty like no i'm pretty careful i had to get an abortion you know but major but luckily you were able to i'm so grateful that i was able to and yeah i just think were you were, were you using a condom and um we were it was like this early morning thing it was a little quickie there was an issue i can't remember if we were there was an issue and then i got emergency contraception right after oh wow i it broke or or we had sex and he took it off and we had it i whatever it was like a thing where it didn't go exactly how it was supposed to go Mm -hmm. and i knew that and i took plan b and then wound up being pregnant you hyper fertile Pretty, you know what was so weird? This is like conspiracy theory shit. But I saw this. Uh, I remember seeing this article like a week before I found out where it was like, if at some, your body at some point will just want to get. I wish I could find. I oh couldn't find the God. article later. But it was like basically like sometimes your body will just take any little bit of sperm or whatever it gets because it's like thirsty to get pregnant. That is it was wild. an MSN article like a week before I oh found out I was pregnant. That's a crazy story. Ugh. So it was like fate or something. It was there was so much weird synchronicity at the time. I didn't know that I was pregnant right away but it would it's like someone made a comment that i was in grad school with that i was like haha and then it turned out i was pregnant one of our oh interviewees also said that right I yeah think people can sense it or there's a sense or something yeah. when i was early pregnant people would be like are you pregnant i'm like what the fuck what if i was just fat <laughs> <laughs> yeah matt was saying uh that he uh got a phone call from that girl oh yeah and when the phone was ringing he's like oh let me guess like she's pregnant and <laughs> she was he was joking but she was pregnant but she was fucking cam is turning like white right now i know because i and have these premonitions scary. about every like every time he has I'm these car, premonitions like, to get in a car crash you know like so no he has premonitions especially about the pregnancy before he even has sex <laughs> <laughs> well that's you're gonna manifest form of birth that i know i know i just gotta stop i gotta stop thinking because look what happened to courtney yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I I love what you guys are doing. I think this is such a, a fascinating perspective. I would love to hear if our listeners have gone through this. If you're if you're a guy and you you've experienced an abortion, uh, yes, text mom is our number. That's our hotline. Give us a call, please. Let oh us my know. god, yes, definitely call you guys. Also, use the hashtag. Um, you know him. You know the you know me hashtag for women. I think that so many women have shared their stories and it would, I think it would be so great to hear like a mass of men telling their stories, right. you yeah. know, cause it's, it's powerful. It, this is such an important time to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, get the, get the word out about that. It. It's not yeah, just try, women that are affected by yeah, this. And it's not a women's issue. It's an everyone's issue. Totally. Yeah. Well, I love that you guys are doing this. So do I. I mean, that's what you guys do on your show. You, you typically approach everything in a really open-minded way, and that's yeah. what we try to Thank do, you. too. And Thank you. We try. Yeah. I think it's just, I think having these conversations is really, I love how you guys open and you talk about why you do the podcast. And it's like, we do the podcast also because we think these conversations are just important. Whether you agree with what the person did or whether you want to live a totally different life, it's like really healthy that now we know that there are all these different ways to live. Yes. And 
we're, you know, you can know how someone lives in Helsinki on our show. You can know how someone lives in New York. You can know we're going to go to Tokyo. That's on our tracker. Are you going I to Rio? This. I, I got to hear about Rio. Oh, Ooh, Rio. We, we got to add that, that on, on the list. list. For sure. And, and Buenos Aires. That, that when we Wait, were you just making that. a list of places you want to go right now? When I went to Buenos Aires. you can come with us. I, uh. I'm so going with you dudes. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would truly be the best crossover. Oh you want to go, God. Cam? I'm in. Onward, book the ticket. Let's do this. You know, yes. that, that we will talk to everybody. That's will <laughs> be a lot of we like. Oh, a lot of small we talk, like. a lot of deep talk. We're gonna get right down and dirty in that Uber. So how do you, how do people find your podcast if they want to find it? Um, you can search anywhere that you find podcasts. We're probably there. We're private parts unknown. Um, which I love. That name. Thank you. Yeah. On so many levels. I Anthony Bourdain inspired. And and Howard Stern. Yeah. Yes, both. Um, and, but it was just Anthony Bourdain Day, and I was like, oh, that's my man. I thought oh, the way that so he approached cultural conversations was just so incredible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, find us on social media at Private Parts Unknown. We're on Twitter at Private Parts Unknown. Because they have a character limit, those bitches. I know. And it was really <laughs> hard know. to shorten the name. We, like, yeah. Yeah. we no, went to no, Sex no, no. Talk Podcast yeah, because of exactly. that. Exactly. It's a pain in the Sons neck. Sons of bitches. Sons yeah. of bitches. You guys are so freaking funny. Yeah. By the way, thank you. Sophia stand up about her grandfather's penis. Oh my God. Everyone Laugh. has to watch it's it. Laughing out loud. Should we do that as a patron bonus? Yes. We got to jump in a little bit if you're willing to stick around for that to, 100%. to help us. The best oh God. Way. Good. Good. So funny. Funny. Like, you guys are both so funny. Thank you so, so much. Having so you if, guys. People, wait, if people want to find anything else about you guys, where should they go? Find us on the, on the social medias. I'm at Courtney Kosak, K-O-C-A-K, Sophia's. I'm at the Sophia, S-O-F-I-Y-A. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you guys so lovely to talk to you. And if you guys want more, check us out at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 